With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The 2023 PBR Camping World Team Series Championship saw the Texas Rattlers win seven games in a row, a home stand in their home city of Fort Worth, and a clean sweep in Las Vegas to become the 2023 PBR Team's champions. And now, as we embark on the 2024 Unleash the Beast Series, the bull riders are separating for their teams, and it's back to individual bull riding. Welcome, everyone, here to PBR Now inside the Cowboy Channel Studios in Fort Worth, Texas. Luke Kaufman filling in for Fanchin Stinger this week alongside my buddy Chris. Chris Rankin and Chris, we wrapped up and we are barreling towards the Unleash the Beast season this weekend in Tucson, but we have to go back. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the thrill and excitement that unfolded at T-Mobile Arena and the Texas Rattlers winning this season. You know, the Texas Rattlers, they started up once we got into Ridgedale and Thunder Days. We saw a whole turn in the season for the Texas Rattlers. And in the second half of the season, I would say that they were the hottest team going in to the World Championship, and ultimately it showed on that championship Sunday. And it was on the shoulders of people like Joao Ricardo Vieta, the man who championed and pioneered those 500 qualified rides. He would go on to get more qualified rides and ultimately become the Team Series Championship MVP. Yeah, Joel Ricardo Vieta just stepped up and was the true veteran that he had been for the last 11 years in the PBR. But it wasn't just about Joel Ricardo Vieta. You can't forget about the whole magnitude, the Brady Bunch as a whole, and Brady Fielder was the two, true leader of that crew. Yeah, not only did he uh, put up some great rides in Las Vegas, he actually just won an Australian National Finals title over the weekend in his home country of Australia. You see Cody Lambert looking on. He is a big fan of the Brady Bunch, and so is everybody else. But one uh, guy that's uh, Zons Brady, that's Cody Jesus, the riding sensation from the Navajo Nation. He really stepped up when the team needed it the most in Vegas. Yeah, over half of the season, the Texas Rattlers didn't even have Cody Jesus in their arsenal. We didn't even get him back until we got to Arizona this season. So they got to have him for the final three events of the season. Yeah, and Daniel Keeping also, he's another guy that, that kind of came out of nowhere in the inaugural season last year. But we've really seen him come into his own. And, uh, you know, where I saw him shine the most was in the Unleashed the Beast series last year. So I'm excited to see the momentum that he and the Texas Rattlers carried over into what's going to be unfolding for the new season in 2024. Yeah, and you can't forget the Texas Rattlers. How cool was it on Championship Sunday for them to go against the number one seed, and that is the two-time MVP and Jose Vitor Lemmy. Yeah, that ride by Daniel Keeping was enough to seal the deal, but the final ride of the Team Series Championship was Jose Vitor Lemmy, kind of putting a, an exclamation part on the overall weekend, though the Gamblers didn't win over all but Jose and the Gamblers runner-up on the on the season doing a great ride 89 and three quarters there uh, hats off to JJ Michael Gaffney the entire Gamblers but uh, it's all about the Rattlers they won big there in Vegas absolutely and it was so cool to see the camaraderie amongst the team and whenever you look round one they knocked out a team that just was rising superstars and that was the Missouri Thunder round two they knocked out it was the Red River shootout where they took out the Oklahoma Freedom 
So now it'll be exciting to watch the top 25 in the MVP regular season race get uh, slated into the Unleash the Beast series, as well as a few other invites. And now as we switch gears and we talk about the Unleash the Beast series, let's talk about a few of those special invites, the guys that qualified in through their performances, through other pathways and avenues. And, you know, we can't talk about 2024 Unleash the Beast without talking about the young 18-year-old John Krimber. Yeah, John Krimber. We have waited a long time for John Krimber to get his day to compete on the PBR Monster Energy Unleash the Beast Tour. And he did so by going through the Challenger Series. He didn't even turn 18 until August. So it's pretty cool to see the 18-year-old get in there right off the bat. Yeah, with nine event wins there, you, you see that John Krimber really is the deal. He's been... Uh, internationally already in his early four-month career, whatever right. it is. He won challenger events here inside the United States. These are a couple of rides from uh, north of the Medicine Line there, the PBR Canadian Series, but John truly is the real deal. Ended up second in the Challenger Series. That was enough to get him this invite, and he will make his debut in Tucson this weekend. But there's other guys that have qualified through that pathway as well. Alan DeSouza, uh, the 2002 world champion, Ejene Caminas. There's a lot of guys that uh, went around the team series, so to speak, that weren't in uh, the top 25 or they weren't selected by their coaches. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great rides and a yeah. lot of great guys competing in Tucson. And I'm going to have to put kind of my bets on Edgene Caminos. It's cool to see the 18-year-old John Krimber go in, but it's pretty cool to see Edgene Caminos at 48 years old get to go back to the Unleash the Beast as well. We'll get to see them all unfolding in Tucson. And when we return, we're going to talk to one of the greats, a world champion, announced his retirement from individual competition. And now we'll be joining in the broadcast booth on the Unleash the Beast series. When we return, it's Cooper Davis right here on PBR Now. anticipated debut of John Krimber happening this weekend at Tucson on the Unleash the Beast and where one rider is making his debut on Unleash the Beast just this last week. Another rider announced his retirement from individual competition, a 2016 world champion, a 2015 PBR finals champion, an eight-time world finals qualifier. And here today, we have the distinct honor to kind of live back some of the highlighted moments. One being one of the most memorable rides in PBR history, 94 points against a world champion bucking bull chiseled. We have featuring here today on PBR Now, we have behind the shoots and penalty whiskey. Cooper Davis is going to be joining us and we're going to take a look back and talk to Cooper and talk about the future and everything. And uh, you look at these amazing rides, Chris, and what Cooper's done over his career, so awesome and an accolade and a tribute to how great of a bull rider he is. Yeah, Cooper's been, I mean, when you think back to when he first began his professional career, a qualifier to the National Finals Rodeo, but whenever he came to the professional bull riders, first round of the box, he won the PBR World Finals, which is just second to, of course, a PBR World title, and ultimately 2016, he is the PBR World Champion. So let's make him welcome here on the PBR Now. Cooper, good to have you with us brother how's it going yes sir good <laughs> glad to be here so i know this is a conversation that you've had for quite a while let's talk about the decision that you made that is uh, monumental and it's life-changing uh, for your career in bull riding talk about the decision to retire from individual competition in the pbr 
you know, there was a lot that went into it. Um, you know, I've had such a great career so far and being a part of the PBR for the last 10 years, it's taken a lot of, of time away from things as my kid gets older and, and being home with my family and things like that. So it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things that it's kind of sad, uh, to me, but in the long run, I get to be around the PBR a lot longer now and, and still, you know, I think it'll extend my riding career for, uh, quite a few years as well. You know, Cooper, you're retiring from the Monster Energy Unleash the Beast, but you're not retiring from the sport of bull riding. We're still going to get to see you next season on the PBR Camping World Team Series. You and I had an opportunity to visit a little earlier on this year. The big question that I have for you today, we're talking about a eight to nine month gap between whenever you got on your last bull in Las Vegas until we start next year's PBR Camping World Team Series. How do you think that will affect you and your riding ability by taking that long of a break off? Yeah, that's that's definitely crossed my mind. But I think back to the times I broke my neck, uh, had my shoulder done, uh, you know, reconstructive surgery on. And those have been six to eight month processes that I've came back and I broke better than ever. Um, and, and we're also going to have team practices scheduled throughout the year that I'm going to get on at those. So it's not necessarily going eight straight months without getting on bulls, but it is going, you know, eight straight months without getting on bulls at the PBR level, short round bulls and a and hundred plus bulls, uh, you know, so that's, that's a big thing to me. You know, if I can give everything I've got to my team uh, and win a team championship, that's what I'm devoting myself to. So the, you'll have that eight-month hiatus from bull riding, but you won't be completely removed from bull riding. In your announcement from stepping away from individual bull riding, you are going to be joining the broadcast team for CBS Sports Network for Unleash the Beast this year. So let's talk a little bit about how different that is from riding bulls each week. It, you know, you get to analyze and dissect the bull riding. Is that going to is that going to be an advantage? Is that going to be something that keeps you motivated and keeps you driving into the next team season? Yeah. Uh, whenever I had my shoulder, you know, reconstructed, I had the chance to uh, to sit in the broadcast booth. And, and I think what that did for me is it really fueled my fire, uh, you know, sitting up there watching these guys make great bull rides and, and getting a kind of a advantage of watching these bulls and, you know, planning towards riding a team series. I think that has a lot to do with the success I had early on and, and coming back. So, uh, you know, there's definitely an advantage to being in the broadcast booth. Um, whether it be psychological, uh, you know, I think that that's going to be a big thing for me. Cooper, when we talk about you being at the end of your career, there's a lot of new rookies. So I'm going to throw you in your broadcast role for just a minute. What's some of the new faces that we have in the professional bull riders that you look most forward to seeing once we get into Tucson? You know, there's three guys that really stand out to me this year. John Krimmer being one of them. He's uh, probably everybody's favorite in the locker room coming in. Uh, that kid has he's been lights out for the last three or four years. He's kind of grown into a, uh, a great young man. He's, he's somebody that you're really going to want to root for. Uh, Trace Red's another one. Uh, I think he's going to get to make his debut there due to uh, other guys being out. Um, but that's another kid I'd keep my eye on. And last but not least would be Cassio Diaz. That kid, uh, he came over from Brazil, and that's somebody that we really wanted to be a part of our team. And uh, he stepped up and showed why at the at the team series this year. And, uh, you know, he's he's been lights out for uh, Kansas City. Let's talk a little bit about your memorable moments. Uh, a couple of moments ago, we saw a graphic and talked about your accolades, qualifying to the world finals, all the amazing rides. At the top of the segment, we saw that chisel drive with 94 points. One that sticks out to me was Atlantic City and smooth operator, 93 and three quarters. Some people argue 
that ride could have been 98, 99 points. Uh, hate to put you on the spot, but what is one defining moment for you as a bull rider in the PBR? You know, uh, smooth operator to me is definitely the, the best bull ride I ever made. Uh, I've never seen a bull buck that hard and get rode. Uh, and, and Cody Lambert and Chad Berger both told me that was the best bull ride of all time. So uh, if those guys think that, then I, I'm okay with, with it being what it is. Uh, I didn't have the... I didn't get the, the pencil that day, so uh, whatever the judges marked it, they, they marked it that. But and that's my favorite ride of all time. You know, Cooper, it's going to be pretty incredible to watch this break to see how it lights a fire inside of you when we get into next season for the Carolina Cowboys. What do you think the future holds for your stacked roster that you've seen this season in, in year number two of the PBR team's competition? Yeah, we dealt with a lot of injury this year, and our roster – was stacked with great guys, world champions, and and a lot of NFR qualifiers, PBR qualifiers, and you know I think we were the fan favorites coming in as far as uh, you know who's going to be the the 23 team World Series champion. But uh, you know things happen, guys got hurt, and that's a part of bull riding that uh, is never going to go away. You know this is a dangerous sport. So uh, going forward, though, I think if everybody can stay healthy, we can keep our, keep our team together. Uh, we're already working towards next year. Everybody's keeping everybody accountable. Uh, so I look forward to big things from us next year and, and hopefully getting that that uh, team series championship. You're right. The, the Cowboys, they dealt with their share of injuries over the season. And you picked up a lot of that slack, you know, being the, the front runner in the MVP race for the Carolina Cowboys. But oh, aside from just the riding, you you took on a different role as well. I mean, you're the assistant coach roles, you know, looking through the draw, selecting riders on specific bulls, that's something that, that you do alongside with Jerome Davis, and you do a lot of behind-the-scenes work with Austin Dillon as well. Talk a little bit about that and what your passion is behind working behind the scenes and just outside of the arena. Yeah, uh, one of the cool things is, you know, whenever I was this, – this whole team thing came about, uh, I don't even know if it had been introduced to everybody yet, but uh, I went to on a vacation with my wife to the Bahamas and – uh, ended up meeting Austin Dillon there, and we got to talking about uh, his grandpa buying a team, and uh, you know that's kind of where our friendship started at. So we've been friends for a long time, and uh, they've been a, a great group of people to work with. And uh, you know that's bull riding, something that's always going to be my passion, and you know that's that's kind of leading into these roles that I've I've picked up. You know, it's it's not because they're asked of me or anything like that. It's because I love the game and I want to improve it and uh, for the generations to come. So, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I see as a long-term career past riding, just like the, you know, the commentating booth is going to be. So Cooper, now with you being retired from the monster energy unleashed the beast tour, what is the, a typical day at home going to be for Cooper Davis whenever you don't have to prepare to go get on a bull the, for the next weekend? I'm preparing. That's uh, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm getting up every morning. I'm going to the gym, and uh, you know, something I look forward to is not being, uh, not hurting before I go to the gym. You know, I, this is the first first time that I've been healthy, and I'm gonna have a break to really take care of my body and get back to where I want to be. Uh, you know, people don't understand that. You know, when you're on a year-round tour, basically, you don't have the time to to uh, take care of your body the way it's supposed to be. So. It, you know, a day for me is is really working out, working out hard. And uh, I'm not going to say I don't slip in a golf game every now and then, but uh, I'm dedicating myself to the to the team. So I'm going to be ready.
Well, Coop, congratulations. I know whatever you put your mind to, you're going to accomplish it, but hats off to an amazing individual career. Can't wait to see what else you guys in the Carolina Cowboys put together. Uh, can't wait to listen to you in the broadcast booth. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. When we come back on PBR Now, we're going to go around the world for PBR International Competition, and we'll find out who this week's Kubota Weekend Warrior is right here on PBR Now. Open the all-new PBR app now. Before each ride, click Ride or Wreck. Join the live experience from the home screen. Choose if you think it'll be a ride or wreck and see how you fare. Earn points based on the result. After each ride, submit your fan score. Earn points when you correctly predict the judges' scores. At the end of the night, we'll announce the fans' ride of the night based on your score. All within the PBR app. Let's talk Kubota Weekend Warrior here on PBR Now. Let's look and dive inside the PBR Touring Pro Division that's got a brand new season starting a well alongside the Unleash the Beast. Jake Mornick from Illinois gets a big win at the first ever Corey Rash Invitational in Clarksville, Tennessee over the weekend. And we've seen him off and on in the Velocity Tour, but these two great rides that he put together over the weekend in the Volunteer State were lights out. Yeah, and it may be the minor leagues of the PBR, but he beat stiff competition just to be the champion of the very first ever Corey Rash Invitational. When you talk about the guys that he beat to win this event, you got to look right there. Ezekiel Mitchell, Angelio Almeida, and Casio Diaz. That sets him up for success as we get into the first quarter. A lot of Velocity Tour events happening simultaneously alongside the Unleashed the Beast. Look out for Jake Mornick, and congrats to him on his first win at the Corey Rash Invitational. And uh, coming up this weekend, we have more action happening outside of the Unleashed the Beast series across the border. Last weekend, we crowned an Australian national champion. This weekend, we will crown a Canadian national champion. And two front runners that are in that race, well, one of them we know very well from the PBR Team Series, Nick Tetz of the Arizona Ridge Riders. He's just a few mere points behind Cody Coverchuk trying to win another Canadian title. And this is a great race to watch. We talked about John Krimber getting thrown into the mix, but all of these guys in the top five have potential to slip past the rest of the competition and win. Yeah, and mathematically, it's still anybody's game to win, anybody's title to win. So to speak at PBR Canada. Not only is it Cody Coverchuk, Nick Tetz, don't forget about the veterans, Dakota Butter, Aaron Roy, who is setting all kinds of, of records of his own in Canada by being one of the oldest athletes north of our American U.S. border. But then you look at Coy Robbins as well, 146 and a half points, and he is the number five man. It is truly anybody's title to win in Canada. Good luck to all the competitors there in Canada. And as we talked about Australia wrapping up over the weekend, two big winners. One who already gained momentum and success being a part of the Texas Rattlers. Brady Fielder gets the finals event win and Macaulay Leather winning the year-end championship, his first ever in Australia, dethroning the five-time champion Aaron Clyer. Yeah, Brady Fielder just used the momentum that he had going with him all season long through the Monster Energy Unleashed, the beast that fed over into the PBR Camping World Team Series. And whenever he got to his home country, he just let that momentum carry him right on through the Australian finals. Yeah, looking at the final five on the year-end season for PBR Australia, you see there Macaulay Leather wins overall. Aaron Clyer just a few points behind. Sam Woodall, Kurt Shepard, 
And Cody Heffernan, a past Australian champion as well, finishing out the top five. Hats off to Glenn Young, the entire crew in PBR Australia on an amazing season there down under. And we look for them to kick things off, just really turning around just as fast as we do for Unleash the Beast. And speaking of which, when we return, we will dive into the schedule and tell you where you can watch and where you can catch everything happening as the 2024 Unleash the Beast season unfolds right here on PBR Now. Stay with us. All right, let's dive right into the Unleash the Beast season as we waste no time getting on the road and hitting the trail. This weekend, of course, we are in Tucson, Arizona, and a couple weeks after that, we head to St. Louis, Missouri, and then we spend uh, pretty much the entire holiday season in New England. We've got stops in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, in the outskirts of Pittsburgh, Manchester, New Hampshire, Albany, New York, and then the first major of the 2024 Unleash the Beast season, New York City at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be an amazing three-day fun-filled weekend with a lot of added entertainment for the first time there going spending I think our 12th season there at Madison Square Garden but let's talk about Tucson for a minute the first event of the regular season uh, the riders of the PBR team series and from the challenger series all kind of shaking off the team's format getting back into individual riding who do you like that's in the lineup that's in the preliminary draw who, who stands out to uh, kick start the new season you know, I'm pretty heavy on a young Caden Bunch that we watched just dominate the second half of the PBR Camping World Team Series. And more interesting, I'm interested to watch Sage Kimsey as he finally gets to come to the Monster Energy Unleash the Beast Tour to see if he can carry on through the PBR course this season. And there's also people like Dalen Swearingen. He's yep. truly back healthy, and he's getting back into the mix of things. He's entered in competition. He says he's 100% ready to go. Edgenate Caminas, we talked about the 2002 world champion being a part of that as well. Young John Krimber, Dalton Castle, but Cassio Diaz, let's not forget about yeah. the standout from the Kansas City Outlaws. I'm really excited to see him in his first full-fledged invite as part of the Unleash the Beast series. It's going to be exciting to watch him as well. But where you can watch this weekend and see all of these great Riders unfolded? Well, look no further. You can catch Friday night's performance, 9.45 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Ride Pass. And Saturday night's performance is actually going to be a next day delay. And you'll be able to watch that Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern on the CBS Sports Network, where you watch all of the great action of the premier series of professional bull riding. Well, that's going to do it for this week on PBR Now. On behalf of myself, Luke Kaufman, Chris Rankin, thank you guys for watching. Hope you will tune back in next week for more great action as we dive into the 2024 Unleash the Beast series. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next week.